you know, you know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go all in, you know, and I know, they know, they know, cause we know, we go all in. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the newest edition of What You've Been Missing. It's your boy, Kate Dizzle, DC. One half, the lesser half of the All Dressed Up podcast. I'm sitting right here with the homie to my... Is that the right way? No, that's the wrong way. It's this, it's this way, man. Come on, it's man. Get way. it right. What's up, bro? It's this way. What's up? Too close. You're too close, man. Hey, what up, man? <laughs> <laughs> Episode 40 is in the building. What's going this on? This is four zero. What it do? 410. Take oh, the no, one out. It's the my guy. What's up, man? What's up, man? We love you, man. We appreciate the baby shower, but I know if you could have been there, you would have been there, Kate Dizzle. You already know. You already know. What a, what a day it was, man. What a day. Yeah. How, first off, how was your day? My day? I don't remember it. I was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the so people, man, the, the man of many professions. Oh, too much, too much, man. Talk to me about the baby shower, man. Give me so some if, if you didn't see, uh, you know, some of my social media today, yesterday was Nova's baby shower. Um, Malika and myself got our family and friends together, and we had a wonderful time. Uh, definitely had a great time, it was a great event. Uh, got a lot of nice gifts, had a lot of nice food. Thank you, Mom, for coming through. Really appreciate you. Uh, she came through and, and dropped no ball blessings with so many gifts. It was great. And um, but yeah, man, I mean, everything from the food to the DJ to you know the family and friends to just celebrating, you know, the uh, the arrival of baby girl Nova, who's set to be here on January 11th. And um that is a picture of Malika and myself from our photo man. shoot. Handsome man with that queen. Look at that. Look at that. That is Shanae and myself. And a few people signed that picture because we did have it posted up at the baby shower. So that was pretty nice. What's up? What's wrong? Love you. Love you, Melinda. I really appreciate you, you guys. Uh, what's up, Arizona? Thank you, man. But overall, it was just a great experience. Hey, great hey, experience. hey. But I will be remiss. I would absolutely be remiss if I did not, it did not make their presence known live in your studio audience. One of my favorite people in the universe. Who am I talking about? Who's got the hashtag? Mrs. Mrs. Hag Hose can grow herself. Bianca is in the building. <laughs> she held us down today. Uh, uh, you know, her folks, SD the Damager, came through, DJed, and always crushes it. We appreciate her. Um, you know, the baby's godparents came through big time. Kiera, Kiera helped uh, set the whole thing up. She kind of emceed the event on the microphone with the games and everything and also telling me uh, where to pick up and put things down. And, um, <laughs> and, and my man CJ, uh, Nova's godfather, came through and catered the event later but amazing amazing 
Absolutely amazing, man. Look, kudos to you and the fam. Uh, we can't wait till the new edition gets here to the ADU podcast. I know she'll make her debut sooner than later. Um, but um, I'm proud. I'm excited. I'm excited. I remember those baby showers. I don't mind going to a couple more. A couple more. I apologize. I missed this one, but we'll catch the next one. Oh, we'll catch the next one. Hey. But I know, I know I can definitely reach out and holler at you when I need some advice for uh, you know, my daughter because you've been a wonderful father of four. So like I said, shout out to you, big bro. We're all dads in progress, bro. We're all learning. We're all learning. Baby shouts are beautiful. Congrats to bees. Hey guys, everybody stay in the building, man. Look, this is episode 40. Where do you want to go first, my guy? First, first and foremost, I want to thank anybody and everybody who has ever taken the time out to listen to these two idiots talk mm. for an hour. You know, you could be anywhere in the world, but you choose to be right here. And Lord knows why, but we love you and we appreciate you. <laughs> and, and, you right know, and, and the funny thing about it is, like, a lot of people say, like, right now, everybody has a podcast. Everybody's on social media. But one thing that Kate Dizzle and, and I always talked about was doing this. And it's easy to say we talked about it, but we were talking about doing stuff like this way before the pandemic. Oh, and yeah. I'm thankful that. We had the opportunity to, you know, go 40 episodes strong. Uh, that's 40 live Sundays in a row uh, of us talking about, you know, funny topics, serious issues, um, exposing ourselves, And, um, you know, we appreciate you guys. Like, you guys make the show. You guys come out and, um, you know, have fun with us live every Sunday night at 9 o'clock. So please continue to stick with us, like, share, and subscribe, and hopefully we can go 40 more. Oh, we'll go. We'll go 140 more. Look, let me let me let's stop right there because I heard your voice trembling. You're about to get a little emotional. But hey, uh, where do you want to go, bro? Where do you want to go? Let's get this thing off and running. You want to go? Let's go to black go business. Black business. Oh, let's why not? It. Let's do that now. Let's let's let's, that. let's uh spread love now and promote Here's some love. local black businesses like we do every week. So you can tell your friends and family to check them out because they always look out for us and hold us down. Absolutely. Give love on black business. Look at that. All right, who are we starting? Who are we starting? Go ahead, man. Oh, you want me to go first? Go ahead. Do your thing. All right. So first person I am going to shout out is the homie. She is family. Um, Andrea to love too. That is the Instagram page. She does Kindle candles. Kindle candles. Look, if you like all your scented candles, um, um, heavily infused, all natural, this is the lady to see. She is local. She does it big. Um, pink chakra. Uh, what's right here? I can't even read that. I got to holler. I got to holler. You need to holler at her. She got good quality candles. They nice. They smell good. They feel good. Look um, at that. They yeah, look good it's too. Just they, them, they got like the, the feng shui. This is Big Dre. The, yeah, the feng shui. Look at these candles, man. I'm dead ass. So let's go to Instagram page. I'm gonna tell her, Andre. I'm gonna need you to get your website rolling so I can push everybody and their mama to you. But go see her at Andre Two Love Two. Uh, see Kindle candles. You can never go wrong with a good candle. My bathroom literally has 65 candles in it right now. I, I lie to wow. you. Not. 
you know, you got the you got the two uh two sink thing set up. I get like a quarter of the sink that's mine. The rest of them is candles and hair products with women. Yeah. But that that's what it is. Like the candles lit like every other day. So go see Andrea to love too on Instagram. She does Kindle candles. She's got some great items. We'll see her. She's very personable. She's friendly and she's fam. So that's my black business for this week. Who are we rolling with today, up. my guy? Um, that is what's up, K Dizzle. My black business this week is gonna be again. We talked about him, my child's godfather, CJ Taylor. He is um head of food and beverage uh by day and really has you know spread his wings in the catering. He doesn't really cater full time, but I do have to let you know that if you can reach him and if you can schedule something, he is definitely worth your time for any event. Oh. We talking food, food. Hold on. Oh yeah, I mean he can he can cook it all, man. And like yeah. I said, he catered he catered our event today. We had some salmon sliders that, that were delicious, was man. Was the mac on. and cheese was good. Got some fried hey, pork chops right there. You have to be you have to be a quality chef to make a good pork chop. I tell you right now. Hey, bro, that is not a thing to uh, master so easily because it gets so tough so fast. I'm, I'm sorry. No, you good. I know my poor child. Yeah, he been cooking like shit. <laughs> hey, see, that's something right there. Like that, should be, that should be a slogan. Good gas cannabis. What's good, nephew? This hey, you know what's you know what's crazy, nephew? Stuff. We gonna talk about it in sports, right? But Ooh. before we finish up with my man CJ, like I said, he catered today. We had some curry chicken, right? Okay, uh, doesn't mm -hmm. slamming. We had some green beans with the uh, turkey necks in it, slamming. We had um, okay. some macaroni and cheese. What else do we have? We had the um, the salmon sliders. We had the meatballs. Man. Yep, exactly. I had a whole Thanksgiving, man. Shout out Let's to CJ Taylor Jr., 77. Go hit him up. Um, let's, let's retire this man and make sure he does food, his passion, full time. Mm. Like his, like his slogan, passion is non-negotiable. I Look love at that, man. I love it. CJ Taylor Jr. seventy-seven. Y'all go follow him on IG. Give him love. Andrea to love to t two l u v two. Yeah, I have moves. But black businesses, man, we want to make sure that we support our community and and help them bring their passions to light. And also, just just look, if it's good, if it's good quality workmanship, craftsmanship, service, or business, follow them, spend the money. If it's not, support it. Tell them, don't support it. If it's not, don't support it. We're not looking no, for if it's not, fuck that shit. False you ain't going to a restaurant. You ain't somebody to their business. Fuck, yes. yup, I'm not coming to your shit. All right. So but look. So we going into sports, K Dizzle. Let's go, man. Let's go to sports, man. So I'm going to get it out the way. The Washington football team did not show up after they had a four-game win streak. It was broken today by the Dallas Cowboys at home in Landover. They did it again. I did not bet on them, so I'm good. Honestly, if you bet on Washington, you'd be a damn fool. Mike McCarthy was right. Man, I he was, was ready. I was he was concerned. no, 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 no. He was ready. I'm gonna say right now. I hate to say this about Rivera because Rivera is a wonderful human being, from what mm. I've observed. Um, he he totally got out coached today. Mm. Uh, Mike McCarthy jumped out there. Really, that 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 uh, 
excuse me for stuttering, but that kind of like deficit that they made up in the end, that was all just like in trash time. They were really yeah. like beat up from the whole beginning. You, you know what I'm saying? They were blown out. They were down 21 to nothing. Um, those guys could have probably beat Washington 40 to nothing if they wanted to. Mm. Um, but, you know, they, they do have a lot of injuries. I'm not going to make excuses for Washington, but they had a good run, man. It's over. I saw some highlights, man. I was concerned in that first half, bro. It was. It looked like it was running away. Oh man, it was. It was bad, bro. Was and that's why I'm saying, like, I think they let they let Washington off the hook, man. Oof. I really do. Oof! It was. I uh, really do. It was. It was almost. I almost felt like it was. A, what was that other game? They were up thirty-eight nothing. Kansas City and uh, in uh, Vegas, thirty-eight nothing or something like that. Yeah, yeah thirty-eight yeah. nine. Shout out to my man KC Lamar, who's a who's a Raider fan who just lost. Lost to the Redskins and and got blown on. But by you know what's you know what's funny? The Chiefs are playing good football now because it's time to play good. Yeah, football. Yeah, because it's time to play good football. Like a good football team knows when it's time to turn it up, and mm. that's why you know you got the teams that got some wins, but now like the real teams are rising to the top. So mm-hmm. don't expect Washington to be around towards the end of the season. Um, what about your Eagles, man? What's the state of y'all? Oh, the state what's of us. State of five, bro. We were on a buy this week. So that means you won. So I sleep well. Yeah, we won. It was a plus. If so you can't don't even have to play and the divisions beating up on each other, you won. We got all division games for the rest of the year. So it's going to determine what we do and what happens pushing. I forward. think I think what's gonna happen is our teams talking about the Eagles in uh Washington, they're gonna play spoilers, if anything. I don't think we're gonna play for too much in the end. Um, but look, I wanna talk about I drafted Lamar Jackson in our fantasy league, right? I drafted Lamar Jackson. I make it to the playoffs, and I'm playing my boy, my best friend, Big, right? And his team, his team, nah. He, Lamar Jackson goes down in the first quarter, rolls his ankle, <laughs> gets caught it off, gets me one point four fantasy points, bro. <laughs> I am in trouble. The game has come down to me having to get 20 points from Tyler Higby. <laughs> the tight end for the Los Angeles Rams. I'm going to tell you all right now, if Tyler Higby goes off on Monday night, just know that I won my fantasy playoff game. If not Lamar Jackson, hey, man. Hey, just, just do me a favor. If What's anybody up? follows us on iTunes or Spotify, or any of those platforms where you hear it or you go back and watch the YouTube videos, go back to when we did our fantasy football draft and how K-Dizzle had the best draft in the league for the beginning of the season and it's sitting at three and nine. Like I said from the beginning, like I said from the – exactly, Bumpy. Like I said from the beginning, yo – how am I, I horrible I in fantasy, bro? I no, no, Bumpy Johnson's talking to me. Oh, okay. Let him talk to you. How bro. am I horrible? If, and you know how I know he's talking that to me. That applied to me, too. So I, I just took that. No, part. it doesn't apply to me. He's a hater. <laughs> he's a hater. It's not that it applies to me. I just know that when I see Bumpy Johnson, he's a hater. <laughs> Fuck Bumpy right. Johnson. Let's, let's, let's go. Let's go. Let's keep moving, man. Fucking Where hater. Where are we at? What's the next step, bro? Come on. <laughs> All right, look. So I'm back. I, I, I went off on Bumpy for a second. I'm sorry. I love you, Bumpy Johnson. Pause. But look, did you see UFC last night? You probably didn't. You be working. You already know. Yeah, know. Good morning. 
So if you haven't really watched UFC, you probably seen commercials of this female. She's the uh the women's champion, right? Uh-huh. And I don't mean to say like women's champion, but I mean obviously she's the female champion. Yeah. And she's very intimidating. Her name's Amanda Nunez. So when she yeah. came out fighting last night, you know Amanda Nunez. So I was thinking she was gonna be right, like, you know, really whooping some ass last night. So I'm trying to hang because I'm old, right? And I'm like getting real sleepy because the fight comes on late. UFC gives you like 20 pre-fights. 25. 25. Pre-fights. I mean, goodness gracious. You out. They they give you your money's worth, right? Yeah. So I seen people's arms get broken. Oof. I've seen I seen knockouts before. I even got to like the quarter, the quarter event. But anyway, um, she got upset last night. She got choked out, lost the belt. She is now going to be on get back because she is no longer streaking and she is not the champ. Oof. Oof. So shout out. And I wish I had the girl's name that beat her. I'm sorry for not, you know, being super prepared on that. But, you know. You, you know what was a shocker to me in fighting uh, over the past yeah. week? That Tank Davis went 12 rounds with that dude. He went 12 rounds. Did you I'm see gonna it? I'm going to tell you right now. I saw it. And the thing about Tank is he's he's just designed to knock you out. And he fought a good old Hispanic dude with a good chin. Mm. And that's really what it was. Yeah. And I really want to see him fight somebody that can hit hard. Nah. I want to see him. Cannabis said it should have been a draw. Nah, you're not going to get a draw on Tank. He's an <laughs> up-and-coming prize fighter. He's a money machine, yeah, right? Money machine. But he's got to fight somebody that can punch. Because... Until he fights somebody that he can, you know, that, that can punch, punch with him, yeah. and they don't have to hit as hard as he does, but that can punch though, because he's in one of those weight classes that are funny. Yeah, you know, a lot of the guys he's fighting are typically like not that big, not too strong, and he's just out physical in these dudes. Well, I, I, I'll give I'll give the Spanish dude that you know, uh, Canvas makes the point. So why not going to give him a rematch? He can go with him and possibly win. I think he, I think he was, if not on his level, close to his level, and which made the fight go twelve rounds. You know, I saw some of the exchanges. Uh, I, even though he got some hits in, I don't think Tank was phased that much. Like you said, I don't, I don't think, think he, he, I don't think he, he wasn't like he didn't really he hit in twelve rounds so, though. It was he never got a concerning, a concerning punch. <laughs> I think yeah, but did. I don't like I said I don't think he liked the fact that he didn't knock him out. Like I don't think yeah. he was prepared to go twelve rounds with him. Yeah, I don't think he was either. I don't think he was either. But that just goes to show step your game up, bro. You ain't you ain't at the top tier, absolute top tier where you where you think you are because you should have handled that dude uh, pretty fairly, you know. But at least by round eight. So, but it's probably good for him though tough. because it is. It's, he needed the legs, man. Like, how many fights did he go to? Yeah, yeah. He ain't been 12 in a minute. He ain't been 12 in a minute. Uh, yeah, so, but that's what's up, man. What, what we Are we wrapping up in sports that fast, bro? That's, nah, man. Like, let's talk about the NBA. So, the Lakers are playing like shit. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the hell happened to the Lakers. I mean, they look they look pretty lethargic out there. LeBron's been struggling. Um, you know. Obviously, old, I'm still bro. gonna rock with the Lakers. They are old. I didn't want to say that. I didn't want to say old. that. But yeah. I'm still gonna rock with the Lakers either way, man. I'm, I'm definitely gonna still expect them to be around when it comes down to the, you know, to the prime time or the push for the playoffs. But 
the the team's not looking good right now. Honestly, Anthony Davis is looking kind of like lackadaisical to me. Yeah, I think you got to get his shit together, man. They're old, and I think they're getting lazy, and they're relying on each other. Uh, they're relying on somebody to carry the weight, and they're all passing the passing the torch to do so. I'm I'm just I'm just saying that's that's my critique on it. I'm watching they three teams. That shit together quick. Golden State's impressive. I'm watching three teams. I'm watching the Wizards. I'm watching Golden State. And I'm watching Phoenix. Those are only three teams I'm really watching outside. Of well, that, well, the Wizards are playing 500 ball now. Yeah, they are. They are. Boston, Boston just got cooked. I think they played. They if I'm not mistaken, cooked. they played Golden State. Yeah, they got cooked. <laughs> and Wave, Miss Rona, is a Boston Celtics fan. Shout out to Wave, but they're not winning shit either, Miss Rona. Let him know that now. Steph Curry is cementing his legacy this season. I promise you right now. I mean, he's on pace for the MVP. The That's man is like, he's like eight three-pointers away from breaking Ray Allen's record and half the amount of games that it took Ray Allen to shoot those. So where he's going to end up is going to be astronomical, you know, Lord sure. willing, at the, you know, by the time he retires, man. It's just going to be crazy. It's going to be it's gonna be bananas. It's going to be bananas. But shout out to the NBA. Um, shout out to the Lakers being geriatric, like I said, from the beginning. You got too many superstars on there and too many people. You when you got that amount of, of star-studded talent, especially you add like Westbrook, Russell Westbrook to it, with those type of those type of people, you're going to have some issues. You're going to have some heavy issues like that. When has when in the, when have you ever seen a team that heavy on talent be be super phenomenal? Like out of this world, that heavy. On I talent. think I think Brooklyn's well, starting to get this selfless together. talent. Let me say that selfless talent. I think I think honestly, Brooklyn is starting to get it together. Um, exactly. I've been watching Brooklyn play, and James Harden's been playing ball, man. Like Kevin Durant's going to be Kevin Durant, you know yeah. that. But I was watching James Harden, and he's starting to play defense. I couldn't I couldn't believe it. Like he's actually closing out on three pointers. Like yeah, he's got you know closing out. off the baseline. Like he's playing. He's got two hands out. He's hip checking. His beard is getting in the way. You Jay, like <laughs> he's playing ball, bro. But that's knows, sports. Yeah, that's sports. He knows it's a team sport, man. Well, shout out to the NBA, NFL. Everybody's got something interesting going on right now, even in fighting terms, man. But where you oh, want to Michael Strahan? Michael Strahan went is going to space. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, I, I was not up. even. I was hey, not even interested. What up, King? What's going on? You set me up. Black dude to go to space. I don't care. Michael, Michael Strahan. Strahan is going to space, bro. What the hell? I'm not gonna say anything. Hey, I don't it's, know. It's, let that man be great. Look, look. <laughs> look, man. Michael Strahan going to space. Has nothing to do with the price of eggs in China, man. Look, he what is that? What does that do? I mean, what? He's cool. He's rubbing hands with Jeff Bezos and them because apparently Jeff Bezos owns a company that sent them out there. Fantastic, fantastic. Shout out to Mike. Let me ask you a question: When they start having trips where you can book, like you know, Expedia flights, space flights to the uh, going to the no question, no question, I'm going. If I can get a Spirit Airlines ticket, okay, to zero gravity, I'm buying it. I don't look. I don't care if it's freaking uh, <laughs> Soul Plane. 
don't care if it's Soul Plane. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm trying not, to get I'm to zero thinking. gravity. Soul, right? actually, Soul Plane was a nice plane. Soul Plane was a nice plane, man. You know, if Soul Plane ever gets some tickets to space, man, they're going to be, what are they going to be serving? Incredible Hawk, Slur King? I guarantee you, Snoop, <laughs> Snoop's going to be the next person that's going to go. Uh -huh. He's going to go in space high as shit. He is going to be the <laughs> highest person ever. He is going to be the highest man in space. Oh, and Stu, which would make him the highest person ever in the universe. Shout out to Stu, man. He is a underdeserved legend. In hey, game. can you tell me something? Go ahead. This, this, like, like honestly, I'm no, I'm not no bullshit. Does he have a manager? Like, how does he get all these roles and pop up in all these places, bro? He's a beast, bro. He's a beast. I mean, he can't be doing that. He's himself. done everything. He's done everything. But He's like the ghetto it? Sydney Portier. I don't know what the ghetto Denzel Washington. I don't know. I don't get it, bruh. He's he, you know, he is the one person in black history that you can truly respect when he uses the word bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like he's like, I don't know. It's Snoop. Snoop can do what you want to do. I'm I'm speechless, man. At that man, I think it's, I know I think it's great, but I'm just like God, man. <laughs> like he's one of the hardest working people in, in show business. Look, hey, look, look, look. y'all, y'all give y'all flowers to Snoop right now. That's all I'm gonna say. Just give it to Snoop right now. Let that man be great. Where we going, man? Where we going? Who you with? What we talking about? Where we at? All right, man. Let's talk about music sleepers, man. Every oh. week we compiling a playlist. Shout out to Full One O B and one of our day ones, our main man. He said, look, man, make a playlist. So that's what we're going to do. So about eight episodes ago, we started playing a song a piece. Like, you know, these are songs that sound good. They play good. Uh, they vibe out. They might be old. They might be kind of recent. But just check them out sometime. All right. We're going to start with yours. Let's get, give you an intro right quick. Man, this is your sleeper music. Oldie, Little Lies. This is another vibey song. Found it on YouTube. We're going to play it off the YouTube video. Okay. Little Lies by Odie. O-D-I-E. Little Lies by Odie. Snoop is absolutely the famous rapper of all time. Let me play this track. Start at 30. Let's go. But if all my sins never met a guy Okay, it gives me uh, Giveon vibes right there. Balloons are deflating, but that's dope. I can't <laughs> <laughs> like Suvardiso. Hey, shout out to Odie, O D I E, Little Lies, like chill. All right, this one, this one is for the ladies, ladies, for the ladies, 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 and more ladies. Hey, I got this. I've heard this song and I fell in love with it. Uh, it's a chill song by Justine Sky. Uh, it's called Build featuring Aaron Ray. I I, some of y'all ladies probably ever heard this. It's called Build. It's a little graphic, but it's but it's a dope song. Let's go. 
good build a nigga Like really build a nigga You probably look a little bit better than you And be a couple inches bigger If I could build a man Like really build a man He'd be smart enough to read my mind When I'm hard to understand I could wish you would change, but that won't shake the pain that's living in my heart. All these boys be the same. They act they shoe size, not their age. Glad you show me who you are. Shoe size, not their age. Yes, indeed. That is Justine Sky uh, featuring uh, Aaron Ray. Build. Y'all go check that out. Uh, that's our sleepers for this week. Two chill joints. Uh, but yeah, that's for the ladies. Ladies, ladies. Oh, yeah, I like that. I like that. Hits. Says Rona. The Rona. The Rona. Nothing so, fucking hits. What? Sleepers out the let's way. Talk about, so let's talk about while well, we're in sleepers. And we just <laughs> let's talk about bad. celebrities and music and artists who, in 2019, Jesse Smollett allegedly faked a hate crime. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do you mean? Do you mean Juicy Smollett? Juicy Smollett? I didn't say that. <laughs> Is his name Juicy or Jesse? It's, it's Jesse Smollett, bro. Jesse Smollett. Continue. Continue, man. Talk about your Well, you boy. know, if you haven't heard back in 2019, Jesse Smollett is, um, you know, calling the police, basically saying he was walking down the streets in Chicago. It was like in the wintertime uh, by two large black men. And oh. apparently... They found a noose and some other stuff, but what happened, you know, we probably would never really know the truth. Now, apparently he's actually been tried by the legal system in Chicago and he lost. He's been found guilty for, um, I believe the exact charge was um, not something the public or it's not disturbing the peace, but we can look it up. <laughs> it's a lying motherfucker. No. Um he did something. He got three years, Mom. Mom say he got three years. No, nah, they're trying to give him that, but you know, he's, he's convicted. Not okay. He's, he's not guilty. he's not gonna do the time. He he got found guilty. He's probably gonna get off on probation, but it's just a sore a sore spot for him because where he was trying to go with it, I don't know what his motives were. Looking at him with that with that side eye now. Lemon, the CNN anchor, was originally um, in his corner, but uh, recently he said, "Nah, he's lying too much." Ron said it very best: "Clout chasing gone horribly wrong." Now look, you was are you are one of the you're one of the more famous television show actors. What in on God's green earth? makes you decide to put some shit like that together he's orchestrating fake fake hate crime why what in what in god what were you smoking 
Empire was Empire was on fire at the time. It was on fire. Uh, it it was kind of cooling off. <laughs> it was kind of cooling off. It was it, it was kinda, in 2019. I say it was kind of like tailing out. You know, I, I don't know too many movie roles, but yeah, stupidity at the end of the day he looks like a dumbass. And especially when he's trying to make a you know a move for you know his community and everything. And at this point, the chat's going off on me. Empire was falling off. Man, rough wrangling gone wrong. Uh, <laughs> let me not kick the man when he's down because he's definitely down. Just, and let's talk about let's talk about uh rat beefs. What? How you go from juicy to rap beef? Because he's gangster. He be out here in these streets of Chicago and shit. I was thinking gangster. He yeah, had, shit. He, he survived the mugging by two big African dudes. <laughs> where you find these African dudes? And he paid him with a check. Yo, it's 2019. I think he, I think he checks, himself. Me? I think he was out there doing some blade shit. Wait, wait, wait. You go commit a crime, write checks to the to the perpetuate per- perpetuators. So you can have a trail of, of of the shit that you did. This, this, none of it makes sense. Help so me. Look, so let's talk about rap beefs, right? Okay. So for the last five years, especially the last two, people like Arizona was thinking that Drake and Kanye really had beef, right? He compared himself to Tupac. We're going to move on, Erica. I definitely can't. Oh my goodness, the gay Tupac. He knew it was some cap involved. So look. So basically, Drake and Kanye have been playing this game back and forth. Like they've been really beefing a lot of like subliminal stuff. Oh you know, yeah. Look, but here's my point though, right? They squash it all. Just you know, one one quick drop of a hat. Six, seven years of you know, hardcore beefing. And hiding out in the bushes of Hollywood Hills, <laughs> it's all down. It's all down the drain. Everything's good. They squash it to settle the beef and have a performance, a one-time stadium show, to benefit Larry Hoover Jr. and his release. And at the show, if you haven't heard, your boy Kanye West was out there on stage singing "Runaway," uh, personally shouting out Kim Kardashian, saying he wants her to come back. And she said she don't give a damn about none of that shit. She filed for divorce. Oof. And I heard she, they I heard they performed the whole concert in the middle of a cumulus crowd cloud. Mm. <laughs> heard it was smoky shit on the stage. <laughs> I can just imagine the smoke <laughs> hey, on hey, the time. Hey, shout out to you. Shout out to you, man. Uh shout out to you, man, Space Boost, bro. He he does it. He does the damn thing. Shout out to new Space Boost, bro. He was, was too, too much, much smoke. smoke. <laughs> too much smoke. He said he did that joint in the middle of a cumulus cloud, bro. Look at that shit. Arizona, you say they Prince got involved, huh? That's funny. Zoom in on those space boots right there, bro. Those that man boots, is his own planet. Those look like <laughs> serious space boots. Like he got some good traction. Yo, he like he made high tops into a whole look boot. at look at his he left a cat edition on the high tops. Look at his left boot. <laughs> Look at how much traction he's getting to where the top of his boot Yo. is coming off his leg, but the whole boot is on the ground. Help me, Jesus. All right. All right, Kanye. Mm. 
He's the same man he walk around. Didn't he do didn't he do drink champs in um duck boots? <laughs> he did it in a whole duck suit, man. Man, look like he been even on a uh, pontoon boat in the bayou. I can't do I can't do you, Kanye. You do you too much, man. You're too much. A pontoon boat in the bayou. I can't do you, Kanye. You too much, bro. Too much. Uh, you know. That's 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 his um that's Kanye's uh Kanye's line. He's you know what he's in line, I heard, to replace Virgil Abloh. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure you know, he he's in line to to replace him. So I'm sure he's in line to replace a lot of motherfuckers. His clothes is his clothes are just hobo wear that he sells for two thousand dollars. I was wearing Yeezys today at my baby shower when I got the nerve to be laughing. <laughs> I'm accustomed to like shit, but I didn't have to pay one of the hype prices though. I got I got a straight retail. <laughs> he said, "Can't beat him." Join him and then beat him. He's still <laughs> he's no gonna have them wearing them holy shirts, man. He's gonna have them wearing them man, holy shirts. Those holy shirts are just not fashionable, man. I don't care hey, who you are. With the rip collar, man, for for eight hundred dollars, man. Stop playing with me. That looked like an old champion sweatshirt from twenty years ago. That looked like some that shit you see on the table with. When you, <laughs> yeah. when you're going to waste your paper towels and you got Windex and you got <laughs> you got to yeah. get uh Come on, man. Yeah, them old shirts your mom ripped up and kept his, uh, you know, rags to clean the house. All right, all right, we're gonna stop that. Shout out to Kanye West in his fat in his fashion fashionista. Uh, and that wraps up celebrity news <laughs> podcast 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40. Why I know? All right, man. What are we getting? What are we talking about tonight? Since oh, right. you you tell me, man. You told me you wanted to talk about thirty, the like the forties, the new thirty. I did not say no shit like that. You were talking about what happens when you're thirty, what changes when you're forty. Yeah, life after forty, life after thirty. I ain't say no forties, okay. new thirty. Fuck all that. I'm gonna <laughs> tell you right now, forty is forty, motherfucker. Shit. So I'm I'm thirty five. I, know so I don't 35. know what 40 is. You halfway there, bitch. Don't don't rush. Don't Look, rush me. So, <laughs> so the deep dive is going to be light tonight, okay? Because we're going to talk about some things that happens. Things that happen to you when you turn 40. This 40-something club. Everybody up and above that knows. And things that happen to you when you turn 30, okay? Hmm. Um, i you about that. Uh, so... Um, let's 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 get on to it. So we gonna you want to start at thirty? You want to start at forty first? How you well, gonna do it? so obviously I'll be talking about what happens or what changes when you turn thirty, but you can speak on that too. But I would say you know leaving it up to me at thirty would probably make it fair because I can't tell you what happens when you're forty yet. <laughs> but let's talk about what changes when you're thirty. So my personal experience, right, all through my twenties, I'm gonna tell you, man. I was known to be a street runner, right? Lord, we did hit the fifties. That's that's the fifties. That's oh, next level. We'll, we'll get it. We need look. We might have you on the on the show when we talk about fifties, bro. Absolutely. <laughs> Go ahead, half. So so all through my twenties, right? Tuesday through Saturday, I was out every single night running the streets, every club I could go to, drinking. 
going to work the next day, doing it again every night. You know what I'm saying? Just partying every single night that I Memories. could. Memories. Right? And I never forget, like, it was more so probably, like, because I party so hard, like, 28, 29. Like, life just hit me. She said she ready. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, man, once I, like, started to, like, turn, like, 29, 30, like, my, my late nights were starting to be really slim to none. <laughs> and I'm not saying a lot of 30-year-olds don't go out to the club, don't party and shit, but I definitely don't do what I used to do. A motherfucker tired, right? Like <laughs> life, life has life has hit me to where I don't have that energy to be working all day and partying all night. So I'm gonna step out there and say one of my things that I'm gonna talk about tonight is you party a lot less. You, you make do those party plans. Look, check me out. You make those plans, right? You'll be like, Yeah, look, we're gonna go here, we're gonna meet up here. I gotta pick up my outfit, I'm gonna get my hair cut, and then boom. Boom, you sleep. <laughs> you need as soon as you out. as soon as you leave the barbershop and come home and sit down on the couch <laughs> and take your shoes off your sleep, bro. Yeah. So yeah. so let, let's that's one of the things is when you hit thirty, we'll we'll go I'm back to one thirty one forty, like right? Energize a battery. start looking real different. So what? So here you go, right? One of the things that happen when you turn 30, right? Fewer things, I got a couple lists. So fewer things excite you more than getting asked for your ID. When you turn 30, you 30 plus, and they ask you for ID, this is probably for women, right? Energize the battery to rail back. Damn. That's probably for women, K does. You went to that is for women. Yeah. You, you appreciate the idea of getting asked for your ID, right? That's it at 30, right? Um, <laughs> right, this aches and pains. Uh, Dre said, I went from Energizer batteries to Rayovac ones. Jesus. <laughs> I know the Rayovac brand. Shit, the Rayovac came through for me, though. For about 30 minutes. Kids will drain you, right? All right, so here's one for 40, right? Um, this and this is true, and I probably talked about this more than anything else. When once you turn 40, this is this is one of the things they say, you finally get a decent handle on who you really are. Right. And what that means is uh, you know what you're good at, you know what you love, you know what you value, you know how you want to live, and you don't worry about a motherfucking thing else. Everything else goes out the window. You get zero Fs are given from that point on once you get to that 40 age. Like everything else, you your your fuse grows. So this a lot is this shorter. is when you're 30 or 40. This is when you're 40. Okay. This is when you're 40. There's some stuff you used to worry about, you know, that you don't even worry about no more. You don't even care. You know, you like I said, your patience changes every time about your fuse gets shorter when you when you hit 40. Majority all my friends damn they hit 40 this year. So um, um, what is it? When you're 40, you no longer wait for permission to live. As Maya Angelou said, life loves the liver of it. Like, look, ma, don't give a fuck when it comes to it, when you get to that age, man. It's just a completely different feeling um, when you get out of tolerate less BS, you know, all of that good stuff when you hit 40. Um, so back to 30. Give me a one again on 30, half. Give me another one on 30. 
I'm gonna play off the the party and I'm gonna say, you know, at 30, you probably cut back a lot of your drinking and smoking that you did when you were a teenager and in your 20s. Because at 30, a lot of people are having children by then. Um, a lot of people are in their careers, so they can't, you know, do those type of drugs and hang out and chill and party like they used to. So I'm gonna say at 30, if you are gonna be successful and do anything probably productive with the family and a career. You're not going to be getting drunk every night. <laughs> I don't care if girls judge me for not going the second round. I'm yeah, tired. <laughs> yeah, 410, 410 over there talking about how he's been going hard, man. I've been seeing him posting his gym pics. Shout out to 410, man. Drinking six days a week to uh, six days at gym six days a week, man. I'm still trying to get there, man. I, I ain't, you know. Six days a week, man. I'm I trying to get one hours. day a week. <laughs> one day a week. Shit. I decided to so put yeah. sit up. So, so let's let's uh, let's drink and smoking at thirty, at 30. or over. That's you know true, exactly too. what you can drink or what you can't. And that's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, in your twenties, you drank everything, everything that was put in front of you. You had to bar like more. <laughs> just wrong at 40 you start forgetting shit where you put your keys in your cell phone hey, does he forget where your phone is and shit that happened when you 40 you forget where you get yeah I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna tell you what I started doing a lot you be having them key tabs that they be having now to find your shit I'm gonna tell you what I started doing a lot right I start picking something up taking it with me and leaving it somewhere else and then forgetting where the fuck I put it I, I, I'll pick up. I'll pick up my phone. Take it with me to the kitchen. Do a two, two or three things. Put my phone down, and then head downstairs, and then be like, "Where the hell is my phone? Hey, Where hey, the hell did I put it? Where did it go?" Like that small little thing that happens right there. You just—it's like out of your mind. You don't even remember that shit. You know, like you literally, you literally have to work to figure out where the hell you put that shit. Where the hell it happened. Okay. Can I can I spotlight somebody in the chat's comments right now? Hit it on the head. K Dizzle, I'm listening to everything you're saying, but Eric McCoy said I can't eat certain foods anymore. Ooh. That is real Ooh. shit right there. Because once I turn 30, I can't eat what I used to eat and go right to sleep. Waking <laughs> up like a fire breathing dragon. Up. That gas heartburn, the the, the goddamn <laughs> acid reflux. I'm oh coming out there like hurting. <laughs> Ross, glass of wine hit me like a bad chick. Hey, oh look, God. man. Look, you, you start drinking wine when you get over the ages. Were you drinking wine in your 20s? Were you nah. drinking wine in your 20s? You were drinking a wine cooler in your teens. <laughs> you were drinking a wine in your twenties. I promise you. That's heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Some of your That's favorite foods become not so favorite no more when you get to your thirties. Your forties, you can't even touch it. Your thirties, you start learning it. Your forties, you can't even touch it, or you shut down half the day. I remember a time, K Dizzle, where I could eat whatever I wanted, and I wouldn't even be hurting. But I think what happened was all those years in my 20s of drinking probably fucked my stomach up to where now when I eat certain foods, it's just not good. 
<laughs> it's a bad situation. And you know, plus when you work in those those long hours behind a desk, you can't really get up and move like you want to, man. My stomach be hurting to be eating. We eating bullshit too. You know how yeah. it go. <laughs> Taco Bell definitely ain't for 30 and up. Half fast food hit the stomach different when you get older, man. I that McDouble is not gonna digest McDonald's right now. McDonald's is the devil now. I eat it if I am on the verge of starvation because I already know it's going to debilitate me for the next hour to two hours. If if I um, eat a double cheeseburger or a Big Mac, it's going to get stuck right right on the right. It's going to be like an ass right. in my chest. Right the Big Mac's going to be sitting right here. It ain't even make it to my stomach. It's going to sit on the ass in my chest, bro. Taco Bell ain't for 30 and under. Taco Bell ain't for 30 and up. Taco Ooh, Bell. Nobody. Taco Bell, the faster you get it, the faster it goes. <laughs> you need to stay away from The only reason we ever go to Taco Bell is for Mountain Dew Baja Blast. That's it. Everything else, you can throw the whole menu in the trash. Baja Blast. Taco Bell is Let a Let me get a Baja Blast and some food. You can't, you can't get no. I'll go there and get a tall, a large Baja Blast with no ice. I'll get two of them. One for now, one for later, because that's the only place you can get Baja Blast Mountain Dew. Um, mm. And that's just what it is. So, all right. So, um, so 40. Hit a 40. Things that happen to you after 40. Um, those gray hairs um, start, their gang gets stronger. Like, like, like the moment you, the moment you turn 40, like they, they get friends to get with their friends so they can be friends and they do it every weekend. Mm. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, I'm looking on my face and like, like this one was here, but these 17, I don't know where they came from. They're not even, it's not even fair. It's like, who are you? And where'd you come from? And they come strong. They come strong, and they come bold, and they come aggressive. They want their presence to be known. Gray hairs, after 40, like, they don't even care about your entire existence. They like, we here. We taking over. Fuck your couch. This is my space. This is my space now. And they come They come everywhere. Everywhere, bro. So, you, you know, anybody that's 40 can tell you that. Them gray hairs start hitting different. And they're hitting a little extravagant. I know some people they start hitting in their thirties hard, you know that, and and that's that's just their genes. God bless them. But um, gray in the beards, yeah, they look nice. But you talking about you know gray hairs? They, I don't even, I can't even, I can't even really explain how upsetting when they really come, like really, really come. You you start going, man, what? And then you go, you know what? Fuck it. OMG, the moles are a fact. Hold on. Moles. Half. Moles. I don't know about moles. I don't Grand think moles are all age-related. I think moles are all age. Moles be popping out at 40. God damn. Mm. I ain't mm. get that. I ain't get that yet. Maybe I'm, I'm maybe I got you got, them, you got them 40. You got them 40 moles. Now, who got the 40 moles? Hit the 40. <laughs> oh, hit the 40s. You don't sit up to get out of bed. You got to roll over. These. This is true. This is true. Mm. Sitting up is a chore. It's like uh, it's calisthenics. Has anyone started getting gray in their in, gray hairs in their nose before anywhere else? I haven't gotten gray hairs. Oh, in my no, nose I ain't yet. got no gray hairs in my nose. 
Oof. What you got going over there, Miss Walker? I've had one or two in my beard, though. I keep it yeah, going. one or two. Man, I had one mm-hmm. or two like two years ago. Now I got 17, 18. But this I is a true story like over here. Blonde and light brown. I got a lot of shit. <laughs> you there. Look at your mane. All right. 30s. Get back to 30s. So for 30, guy. man, let's talk about 30. So look, this is what I was thinking because look, when 30 came to me, I think you guys are going to agree, right? Carry on. I started to be like, look, Shit's getting real, right? <laughs> like, I'm no longer going to be able to rely on my mom or rely on my folks or rely on my friends or make other people accountable for my actions. Like, I'm an adult and I'm a man and I got to be successful. And, you know, at 30, I think that's when we start to think as men. I don't know if women are the same. I think women start to do this a little bit earlier. But mm-hmm. I don't care what people say. Like, you can go to college, you can have a great job, but you can still not be all the way there mentally yet. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of people in their 20s that are killing it professionally. I'm not I'm mm-hmm. not knocking those people. But I'm talking about overall, as a, as a well-rounded individual, I think 30 is that age where you, like, you start to know who you are and you start to know what you don't want to be or what you want to be from that point. Or you start to probably look at yourself in the mirror and be like, you know what? I'm not going to be able to do this shit now. Mm. So let me go ahead and start doing this because this didn't work. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, I think 30 is that point, man. What you think? I think 30, 30, your 30s are the ambition years. Like those are the years that you really take the time in to put in the grind and work to whatever, hit whatever success you want to. Um, whether it be socially, financially, personally, emotionally, those are your ambition years, the goals years. You go say, "All right, I am who I am. Let me, you know, this is what I want. This is what I what I want to go for." I think you start coming into your own, and you realize that you aren't a kid anymore. And nobody's looking to looking at you at a kid anymore. So it is like, "All right, I got to buck up and and get rolling. This this is my time." You know, forties. Right. You like, man, I'm tired. <laughs> you 40s you, you get to the point where like you know i like what i'm doing i'm okay some people some people say i like what i'm doing i'm okay uh and some people keep those ambition years going but the that 30s you're right you know you turn you turn over you turn over that kid that um that youth and say all right time to get to business you know business time in, in that aspect so yeah i don't even man i worked my ass off in my 30s i ain't even gonna lie so, so right. you know but but yeah, so yeah, thirties is, whoo, you learn a lot of shit in your thirties, and then at your forties you go, why the fuck I did that? <laughs> <laughs> but no. Is that uh, your go? So huh? it's like horse. It's like horse. Is that your go? Was that yeah? Your is that your, yeah, really? Okay. Because so, you said at forty you was like, why the fuck I do that? Yeah, why the fuck I do that? You know, that's a good one. Um, I found in my forties. Acne? Did I? Did y'all get acne in y'all thirties? I don't know. I've been having. I think acne, like them gray nose hairs, might be might be hereditary. I've been having some nice skin in my (laughs) thirties. That's because you rub baby oil every twenty seven minutes on your face. I've been blessed to have smooth. That's light skin in this right there. Hey, so (laughs) I'm gonna say this: in my forties, 
I've gotten more emotional with movies. In my 40s, I've gotten more emotional with movies. Like your kids' movies, I, I, I start to tear up at kids' movies. When those touching mom-dad situations happen, or the or or um, you know those those family aspects or whatever the case may be at the end that's supposed to be heartwarming. I'm tearing up in that bitch. I'm sorry. I'm like, it's I, like I'm not laughing at you, man. You don't gotta huh? say you're sorry because you, you no 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 no. You just, but it's but you I could be watching like um what's the Jamie Foxx um one that just came out? So oh my god, I was tearing up in that motherfucker. I was like, "What is wrong with that, man? Why? Uh, you start because it's, it's got you thinking of emotions. It's not. It's not that you're tearing up at the damn movie of the cartoon. You're tearing up at the emotion that you that you're touching, that you're thinking of at that moment. Exactly. Yo, look, look, Ron. I, I thank you for admitting it first because my wife made me watch Crazy Rich Asians, and I was in tears as well." As a man, I felt I, I felt part of my masculinity fade for those 15 moments that I was crying, tearfully crying of joy, sweet joy, <laughs> in Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> so at 40, you would have cried at Crazy Rich Asians. I didn't even know it was a sad story. What? Go go watch it. You ain't. Did you watch it? No, did I never watch watched it? it. Okay, go watch Crazy Rich Asians, and Sinead, record him. When it gets to the part, okay. I you just mm. watched it for the first time. It was funny recording when it gets to that part, you know. Fuck you and your couch, Ron. Don't be coming. Don't come. Don't come for me, baby Jesus. <laughs> don't come for me. But no, you start to rewatch movies and shows you grew up with, and you you now identify with the parents more than the kids, for the most part. You ever watch freaking? Uh, you know, you watch uh, uh, the Cosby Show. You be like, damn. They had it hard. Cliff and Cliff, you know, they had it hard back then. <laughs> that's funny. They work hard as hell. They got them in nice neighborhoods, doctors, no, and lawyers funny. and shit. And these kids want to be got a good show. That's how you know you got a good show when you grow up with it and you change about the show as you age and regress. And yeah, you're perspective change. Like in the beginning, you're on Theo's side, you're on Vanessa's side. All of a sudden, you grow up and like it's like, Damn, yeah. I, I feel. I yeah, wish that I motherfucker would buy that Gordon Gottrell. Are you kidding me? Stupid <laughs> <laughs> shit. Yeah. How dare you? You know, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Man, look, bro, I pulled you out of the hood. You going back to the hood? Now I got to go play pool. Phil got to go play pool to bring your punk ass out of the hood. To bail you out. You know? So your, your perspective changes when you're watching those movies. Uh, watching the movie or TV shows, you now you now identify with the parents more than ever than you do with the kids. So that's me. That's just fact, not fiction, man. So let's let's go with another thing from thirties, man. What's so I'm gonna tell you right now, man. Like, look, I'm gonna keep it real. It, it can be as as obvious as going to the gym, and working out, or it can be as monotonous as picking up groceries or bending over the wrong way, or <laughs> stretching a certain way, or you might cough too hard. And I don't care if you're out of shape or in shape. At 30, you start to know what soreness is. If hey. you've never been sore, you will learn what it is to be sore when you turn 30. Even when you work out, 
your body's going to have that, not that bounce back recovery time like it did in your 20s. For you're sure. definitely going to feel your ankles. You're going to feel your lower back. Your sciatic nerve is going to say, how you doing? You're going to start to feel me now. I'm here. <laughs> and, you know, bouncing from calls. Whoa. Whoa. Mom said, have you sneezed and cracked your back before? Good Man. God. Hey. Shit. Hey, you have a, that's you have a cough. cough. That's a Did cough you sneeze. Cough and your ribs hurt. Yeah, that's a cough sneeze. That's one of those in betweeners. <laughs> cough and your chest start hurting. Yeah, you didn't did you didn't hit a different plateau at that point. <laughs> if you if you if you cough and sneeze at the same time and your toes hurt, that shit was serious. Hey, if your knee begins to ache and you think it's raining <laughs> you think rain is coming yeah that's what, that's what my old rain is coming. telling me oh it's about to rain that. my leg hurting i'm like what does that mean and i was like oh shit it's about to rain i was one of the gullible kids like, <laughs> my grandmother like, it's gonna rain she said it hey, and that's and that's true be like you're about to be talking out loud and shit in your 30s that is the moment when you and your body actually meet you have a conversation before you start doing shit. <laughs> before you start doing stuff, because in your twenties, you be like, "All right, let's go, baby, let's go." Well, you know and what? I'm to go with you too. Huh? When you thirty, when you thirty, you definitely need to stretch. Oh my, that's you gotta stretch for whatever physical activity you're about to endure. <laughs> At thirty, you better stretch with your old ass. <laughs> Because you can't be like what we used to do at recess, coming outside and going right to playing ball, no stretching. Uh-huh. No, sir. It's, it's got something to do with the atmospheric pressure. The fuck you talking about? <laughs> hey, that's when, in your 30s, that's when you and your body have a distinct conversation on what our capabilities are moving forward. That's when you say, okay, hey, can I still play <laughs> basketball like I used to? And he says, the answer is no. Let's pick a different sport. If, <laughs> if your body get signs from the atmospheric pressure <laughs> then you definitely you definitely got some age on your shit if your body is getting vibes from the atmospheric pressure cuz i tell you what when i was 12 i wasn't feeling them jones <laughs> and the motherfucking knees rota rota is on the on the seventh stage of life with arthritis bro <laughs> Rona, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. I'm gonna you. say, can, can I say this? Can go I ahead. say this? Go ahead, go ahead. I don't know what arthritis feels like. <laughs> I don't want to know. That shit must really hurt because people who got arthritis are miserable, and I'm not trying to be funny, but that's if if I felt pain now in my youth, I can only imagine how arthritis feels when you're old. <laughs> y'all, y'all are these motherfucking span. Y'all are these motherfucking uh, scientific term. barometric pressure becomes the new language for your joints. It's true. The older you get, okay. I don't, know, okay, I don't care. Yeah. Well, once once the barometric pressure starts to affect your joints, then you got a problem because <laughs> that means you can no longer control your body's inhibitions or pain <sighs> levels because now the barometric. <sighs> Mm, the in your thirties, your body—you have a conversation with your body in your thirties. In your forties, your body be like, "Nope, <laughs> nope, nah, you're not doing nah. that. 
your body will leave your body your body will leave your mind thinking it can do something great when you're in your 40s it's like being with that good friend that's older and experienced that'd be like nah you, you ain't doing that let, let me tell you something okay true story true story in my teens in my early years i could do you know i was very acrobatic i could do you know front flips back flips handsprings all that shit i remember distinctly i'm like shit being a comedian, no like i'm shit. dead ass so me and my cousin, my cousin Jamo, if you're watching, attest to this shit. We used to we used to have competitions on how many backflips we can do down the hill, 18, 19, 20, before we fucking throw up or fall apart. I tried to do a backflip in my 30s, and I tried to do it of all places at the National Harbor. Right. Oh. My wife can attest. I almost, I literally almost died at the harbor. <laughs> you know where they had a stage? And all that shit, because my my girls do chair. My girls do chair, right? And I've done them before. I've done them before on grass and all that stuff. For some reason, I felt like I can I can handle this right now in public. And literally, it was one of those backflips where you get all air, and your hands, your face is uh, is closer to the ground than your hands. I almost died. I literally almost died in my thirties. That was the last time that I attempted a a, a backflip. Without mm-hmm. the use of a trampoline or the use of a foam uh, foam pit, that's the last time because I know my body now. It's not happening again on real ground. Now, if my life depended on it, then yeah, I will try. But outside of that, if I had to do a backflip to save the earth, I would. Other than that, fuck all that shit. I need a foam pit and trampoline. I need to go to somebody, somebody's uh, gym <laughs> or some shit doing a flip at 30. Arizona, Arizona he lying got, like look, shit, Arizona. Had, I'm not attesting to this shit at all. I had competition. I had I kids. I had girls in cheer competition. They doing their flips and all that other stuff. Yes, it was an absolute shit show. I literally almost died at the harbor. No, oh, hell right. no. So, the no, audacity, they didn't catch no video. The audacity of you, the audacity of you trying to pull off a backflip over 30 years old at the National Harbor. My body said, my body said, I was in midair. My body said, nigga. There's no no place (laughs) down there. There's no place at the National Harbor that's conducive for a 30-year-old to do backflips. Hey, well, my girls were doing backflips. They're doing handsprings. But they're 90, they're they're 60 pounds. I just felt, I don't know if I had too much Red Bull. Or, or whatever it was, I was high on Mountain Dew or Coke, something that was an issue in regard to my, you know, my endorphins that caused me to get up and almost kill myself. Can you imagine if you got tackled right now the way you probably got tackled <laughs> back when you, came, when you were younger? Bruh, ragdoll yeah. physics. Ragdoll physics. Right? <laughs> I got to let go. I might be out for two weeks. Two weeks. I don't even want <laughs> I don't even want to give me a hard dap at age 30. No bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that should be mad it aggressive, hit, it's yo. It's different, man. I don't mad like that aggressive. shit. I don't like the people walk up on me with the big old. Yeah. What up, cuz? Like pull you hard in their like chest. Man, That's I gotta live. I gotta breathe. I'm glad we can do the fist bump now. Don't look at me sideways because I'm giving you my fist. I don't want to dap you up like that. I don't. <laughs> Thank God for COVID, man. Y'all are too aggressive out here, man. Yeah, not them strong daps. Get them strong daps the fuck out of here. <laughs> leave, that sh- leave that shit to you young boys, man. Go go do yeah. some more. Uh, I don't need none of them strong daps. I don't need that in my life. But yeah, look. But you doing backflips to 30. I don't believe that shit. I got to see the videotape. Ain't no video. <clears throat> I will bring my wife on to confirm. confirm That's some Justin Smollett shit. It is some juicy Smollett shit. 
I'll never do it again. First and last. Dislocate your shoulder again. No bullshit. <laughs> so life at 40 gives you a completely different blah, 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 blah. A completely different perspective. No fucks given. Life at 30 says, I'm I, I'm about to get this shit done. I'm about to do this shit. Um, life at 30, you start having a conversation with your body. Life at 40, your body takes over. Um, what else we say, man? What else we say? You get more life emotionally at 40. Real. Life gets real at 30. Yeah, at 30, you don't drink you don't drink like you used to. Uh at both at 30 and 40. 30 is when you figure out what foods you can eat. 40 is when you when you eliminate foods from your diet. <laughs> 40, you say, I can't eat that no more. I can't eat that no more. I gotta let yeah. that let that go. Um I'm, I'm getting there at 35. I can see that being very true. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think more more than anything else. Make sure on all aspects we figure out some way we can't we all can't be 410 and be at the gym six days a week, but find some time to take care of yourself, get your body and your health in order and prioritize your health and your um, mentally, physically and emotionally. Jesus, because look, we we uh we have been given the luxury of living another day and reaching these ages. So make sure you take care of yourself and doing that. We, I know we're laughing at this shit because it's hilarious. Because we only learn we we listen to our older uh, older siblings or uh, older friends tell you this stuff that happens, but when it starts happening to you, it's complete. It it becomes reality and your perspective changes, and you understand more through the experience, man. So nachos are the devil. You can't even do nachos. I can't. You know nachos. Come on, man. I'm two days. Two days. I'm, ha I'm having good, good porcelain conversations for two. When days. you turn, when you turn thirty, you start to think about where you are when you're eating certain foods. <laughs> like I'm not about to be eating on nachos at work when I know I'm about to not be feeling good for the rest of the evening. And they got one bathroom over there and everybody's, no, I'm not doing it. So I got to be at home where I can take my socks off, <laughs> like some nachos and shit. Like I'm not look, doing that. Look, when you, when you, when you take into effect what you're going to eat in the rest of the day and how you go, you go, you have to prioritize the rest of the day based on what you eat. That is some shit, bro. You go, uh, if I eat this, I'm going to be here, there. I need to be close to something. <laughs> I need to be close mm -hmm. to something. But Bianca says, I make my kids walk to me for a cuss out. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> come in the room. Come in. Get That's in, get in here. <laughs> Didn't I tell you? Get up, come over here to the bed. Closer. Closer. Don't play with me. And when they get over there, blah. Now, all it is is, all it is is come here. You coming after him. Then you like then you like eight feet away. I'm here. <laughs> like, Just enough to where she can't reach. Play, you, I'm here. You go like this. Don't play with me. You better get over here right now. Right now. <laughs> mm. You get there. You get there, have. I promise you. It's gonna be hilarious shit. But no. Look, man, take care of yourself. Your bodies, we need y'all. We need y'all. We need to get to 50 like Rona experienced arthritis and uh, gray hairs everywhere. 
Yeah, we love to get there. We love to be able to talk about the 50s and the 40s and the 60s and the 50s. But, you know, that's what you do now. Kids are remotes for everything. Man, <laughs> drinks, food. This is life. It's a life. Lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. It's what it is. It's what they, I ain't going to say that. They ain't, that ain't what they're here for, but that's what they're getting used for. <laughs> 20 on you, goddamn lie. All right, 20 yeah, less that. You act like I'm a pop. You come closer. You gonna pop them if they don't get there fast enough? It's just, it's just a nature of the situation. It's just a nature until of the that situation. one day. Into that one day, he hit you with that Barry Sanders move and jukes the shit out you <laughs> oh, and runs. And you miss that pop, and then you mad as shit. Ooh, ooh, you That's better episode. not. You better not duck this wreck. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is so toxic. Don't duck this wreck. <laughs> duck. You, what you gonna run? Mm-mm. We 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 return. We turn into five zero immediately. We turn into one five one times immediately. Be out of breath catching them groceries. Hey. I'm telling you. I'm we telling gotta, you. Yeah. And then after crazy. that, you be sore like your wrist be hurt, and you be like, like when you when you thirty, you start to feel aches and pains where you be like, why am I like? What did I carry earlier? <laughs> You be like, what, what? What was I picking up? Or I was picking like, up damn, something. What? How did I get this cut? Damn. Yeah, I was picking up something. I knew I was. I shouldn't have picked that up. <laughs> <laughs> it just happened. Hey, let's wrap this up, man. Look, I'm glad you, it was a I'm, fun. One. I'm glad. I'm glad we had this conversation, man. I'm so glad we had this conversation. This is this is exactly. Um, the break that we needed from the real shit. Look, it's the holidays, man. We hope that you're not spending all your money. Uh, we hope that you're having fun and you're going to find some fellowship with the people you love. Spend some time. Enjoy it. We had a great, great year. A bounce back year from 2020 because 2020 was some bullshit. Um, I think 2022 is going to bring phenomenal things for everybody. Everybody who's ready to who's ready to accept it. How, what do you think, Hal? What do you say, Hal? Man, I, I totally agree, man. I think, um, you know, 2020 was a tough year. Obviously, 2021 flew by. And I know, right, Miss Rona, thank you for coming out tonight. But, um, <laughs> you know, we're going into 22. And uh, there's there's new news every day. There's new this, new that. Just, you know, keep taking care of yourself. Um, like you said earlier, you know, health is definitely uh, what's most important. I say health as well now, mental yeah. health, physical health. Uh, you know, too many funerals this year. Yeah, that was something that I was lot. thinking about. That was something that I was thinking about too, Eric. And it was just like, you know, thinking about all those lost. You know, as you move on, you do have to reflect and think about, you know, those people who are not going to be able to move on with you. And it's tough. Um, you know, you deal with it every day. And hopefully, you know, you have those outlets and you have people around you and a good support system um, so you can keep on, uh, you know, being the best version of yourself. But, you know, we're definitely uh, ending, uh, you know, a tumultuous year, hopefully on a positive note. I'm looking forward to my baby girl in 2022. Um, she might squeeze out before. Oh, I don't know. I'm not I'm, I'm not going to speak. Mm-mm. She's due. She's due January 11th. So we'll see. We'll see. January 14th sounds fantastic. I'm gonna say it every time. <laughs> but look, 
Look, we love y'all for hanging out with us tonight. You know where to catch us. Facebook, YouTube, ADU Podcast. You can catch us on Spotify. You can catch up on iTunes. Uh, we're everywhere. Even if you don't catch a live show, like my man said, um, catch a rerun, listen to it, share it, let people know we're here. We are going to do more promo. <laughs> we are going to do more promo. 20, January 8th sounds better. Yes, right, Dre. I see you in the building. Look, 2022, I, I, I firmly believe, and I've already um, acknowledged it, is that we are going to go to new heights. This thing is going to grow, and we're going to do phenomenal things pushing forward. And it only is because of you guys for coming in, checking us out, hanging out with us, talking shit, shooting the shit, adding your perspective and your comments. We love it. We appreciate it. And we thank you wholeheartedly for this season. Um, always touches me the most because this is a perfect time for us to reflect on what's important, reflect on you know, the lives that we've lost and the lives that we've loved and the lives that we continue to live on and also get ourselves ready to do it all over again and having the um, having the blessing of doing it all over again and trying trying to do our best and better. So follow Hef on Young Hef Streams or Hef Streams, YouTube, Twitter, Twi- Twitch, everywhere. Uh, KDS with DC. Uh, I'm everywhere. You can find your name. Um Hef next year is going to be launching his reactive videos. I'm putting that in the air, reaction videos on YouTube. So make sure y'all go support him. Uh, and we're just going to keep growing. We're going to keep doing what we do. We're going to keep having fun. And we're going to keep a broadcast every Sunday at 9 p.m. Because we do it for ourselves. And we do it. We do it. when and we love it when you guys come along for the ride. And we'll keep talking about things that are important that matter and the things that need to be said. We will always say them regardless of whatever the political political correctness is at that time and point period. Um, ADU podcast was built on the premise of really talking about really bringing things to the forefront and just having real conversations. We, we are working life out the same way in the same time that you are. So if we can do it together and we can figure these things out and we can have this conversation and, and look at different perspectives and open our eyes to see new and bigger, better things through this platform, we're going to keep doing it. We're going to keep doing it. And we're going to keep growing as a people, as a community, uh, and as a show together. And that is my look, look, look at it. He's looking at me because he already know that I'm, I'm I'm on my soapbox. Nah, yeah, man, it was this. very eloquent, man. Everything you said was <laughs> phenomenal. It was definitely accurate. And in all seriousness, I think it was, um, it was beautiful, man. You know, I just hope that Next year, and you know, not not to say hope. Next year will be big. You know, let's 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 claim it like Miss Rona said. Um, I love you too. Thank you so much. I'm sorry for keeping you up, but thank you so much for coming out and supporting us today, Miss Rona. We love you. Um, but to all the people in the chat, like you guys, make the show like us talking to you keeps us going. It's very fun. Um, we enjoy it every Sunday night. You know, if you guys can just do what Arizona did. And a lot of you guys do just like tell a friend, you know, like, share and subscribe. Put your friend on one friend at a time and we'll grow this thing so we can stick around and do the best we can so we can have fun every Sunday night at nine o'clock. So thank you. This was 40 and we'll see you for 41 next week. See you 41 next week, y'all. You know, you know, I know. They know, they know.